being an artist, really seeing your art through to fruition is complex. The passion you feel to create vibrates in your body, in your speech, in your environment. You're constantly reminded of what you should be doing despite fear-induced stubbornness. Your family and your peers are likely not artists, so their outlook on art as a life path causes them to project their own insecurities. And before you know it, you're caught in the wrong ecosystem. Applying for jobs that will stifle your creativity, will maximize your free time, and will leave you questioning everything about your very being. Instead of living in your passion, you're suffering and spiraling and chasing wealth. Nobody asked me but, trust yourself. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? You love, 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 Welcome back to another fabulous episode of Nobody Asked Me But. I am your host, something else. It has been a minute. Thank you guys for your patience. I missed you. Today, we're talking about something super important, um, the matter of trusting yourself. So first things first, your gift is not your own. I, I firmly believe that God gives us talent. Talent is divinely given. You're born with it. It's something that you nourish. It's something that you watch grow. And it can be anything. It can be dancing, singing, acting, painting, drawing, designing, even math has an art to it that I think is something that is sometimes not only is it divinely given, but it's also genetically given. If your parent is good at some sort of math or science, it's very probable that you will be too. And once you receive that gift and you realize like, okay, this is something that I can do. That's really cool. You know, that's why your parents or, or whoever takes care of you is like, put them in at I was in everything. I was in dance classes, select vocal, marching band, concert band, jazz band, um, chorus. I would do plays outside of school. I was everywhere. And it was just like the baby's talented. She loves doing it. And it's just kind of like if we love it, we have to nurture it. And as you're nurturing your gift, it's really important for you that it's really important for you to understand that it's not for you to just stare at and, and keep in the cabinet and save for a rainy day. Gifts are meant to be shared in this sense. Now, on another show, we'll talk about physical gifts, like the actual act of giving, because I have a very strong opinion about that. But your gift is never your own. People are touched by your talent. People are moved by the things that you do um you'll go to you'll see as as we know Rianne Rianne Beyonce is having her renaissance concert and I'm also still learning how to talk at this big age um and you'll see people in the audience with signs like you helped me out of depression or I lost 100 pounds or um, I was in a terrible relationship, but your music specifically moved me to get up out of that situation. When you believe in your gift, when you believe in the things that you're able to do and when people receive it, 
it's covered in graciousness. It's covered in, um, we can see the work and that moves it. I, I'll never forget part of the reason why I'm such a Beyonce fan as it is, is because of the fact that every time I see her, every time I hear her, every time, you know, she drops something from the time I was about 10 all the way up until now, it has moved me because her gift is very special. Now, she's not the only one. And I know we get on this podcast like, that's the only person you talk about. It's not. I talk about them all. She just happens to be my favorite. But Whitney Houston's voice would touch people. You know, it would move people. It would move people to tears. Michael Jackson's presence would move people to tears. Prince would move, you know, so even the people who are not necessarily that far up in the game, your gift is still a gift and it still needs to be shared. I'm I'm mentioning people who we know, but I'm saying find your own gift. It doesn't even have to be entertainment. It could legit, legit just be something that you've always been good at. And once you realize what that is, you have to share it. The next thing is, is that you have to trust yourself and trusting yourself starts with healing and for many years I believed that I couldn't share my gift or my many gifts um, based on conditioning to this to that not enough this too much personality here um, not the right size not the right timbre and people will do everything they can to destroy the things that you have going on for yourself. And it can be super scary, right? A lot of times it starts with our family and our families want us to be successful. They want us to be safe. They want to make sure that, you know, we're not homeless or houseless. They want to make sure that we are taken care of. And a lot of times when they see, working artists they assume that they're broke or they assume that they're not having limited sources of income because they have gigs and gigs don't necessarily pay bills um and there's no health plan and it just kind of spirals into like this worry and that's cool I mean I when I say cool I mean it's like it's it's perfectly understandable why people would think that Working as an artist feels unsafe. It feels like a very large risk. Um, But from the person who's receiving that, you have to literally take that advice with a grain of salt. And as you're taking that advice with a grain of salt, you really have to just say to yourself, you know, I can do this. I can work at it. It's going to be okay. You know, I think a lot of my work ethic stuff in general stems from childhood, definitely. And I have this one particular memory that I have that is pretty, it's pretty detrimental and it, and it changed my outlook on work in general. Um, and because of that, I've been realizing like, while you're 
your outlook on how to get things done has absolutely changed based on that one moment. Um, it's a very brief story. So I was um, summoned to clean the house once. And the reward was for my sister and I was we were going to go to McDonald's. And we ended up cleaning the house. And then after cleaning the house, we then had to walk in a terrible uh, like snowstorm, like blizzard. Um, and then once we got there, we could only get one thing to share. So like that has definitely changed and it would have changed anybody's outlook on work. Because for me, I did all that work and I still have to work for the prize as opposed to I did all this work I was promised a prize, hand the prize over. You know, typically when you go to work, you clock in, you do your work, and then you leave. Um, and so the lesson here was just kind of like, all right, you're not going to always, it's, it's very possible that you're going to do everything that you're supposed to do, everything that you're told to do, and you're still going to get cheated out in the end. And that lesson has been a lesson that I've had to, I'm really just realizing that it was there maybe a couple of months ago. And when it resurfaced for me, it kind of explained a lot. It explained a lot about how I approach work in general and how I approach um, getting things done. Because at that point, it was kind of like, oh, if this is going to be the end result, if the end result means I'm still not going to get the thing that I am deserved, then what is all this for? And I've been kind of sitting in that subconsciously for a very, very, very long time. So now that that has come up, I think it's my responsibility to heal that to the best of my ability because of the fact that artistry takes work. Artistry does take work and you might not get the thing that you want so desperately at the end, um, but you might get something and you just have to keep working despite the twists, the turns, despite the obstacles, despite the fact that, you know, it's not what you thought it was going to be on the other side. Your work as an artist is connected to your passion. It's connected to your heart It's connected to your attitude. And those things together have to really combine your aptitude, your attitude. And I mean, they say that humility is part of it, that you don't know everything. And I appreciate that. I appreciate understanding that you don't know everything. So you're always willing to learn and open, but you also have to sometimes I think with humility, we get caught up in this idea that we have to stay modest. And I think there's a line between modesty and humility. Humility for me is like, I don't know everything. I am willing to learn. I am gracious and I'm grateful and I make mistakes. And that's the humanity part of it, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean I need to be modest. And I think sometimes those two can absolutely be blurred. And I think 
people who are working towards being artists need to take that modesty and save it for a rainy day. Like, and when I say that, what I mean is, is that it's not, it's okay for you to be shy. It's okay to be like, oh my God, was that me? Jeez, like such a cute moment. But often we get pulled with, you know, we get pulled with the, oh, you have to be modest. You have to be sweet. You have to be loving. You know, you don't know everything. Don't shy yourself out in the front. Don't put, you get in those practices, you get into those conditions, you won't. Every single time there's an open mic, you'll be sitting. Every single time there's an opportunity to sing with a band, you'll be like, oh, it's okay, I'll sing background. If the dream, if the thought is to be out in the front, you got to be out in the front. And that means that modesty has to take a backseat. But all of that comes with healing. Tremendous, tremendous healing. Um, Journaling, reflection, therapy, of course. Um, And you really have to just trust that you have been given the instructions. There's nothing that you're missing. There's nothing that is lacking. You have all the stuff that you need to really make a dream come true. And that healing also comes with understanding that there's a higher power that knows and sees and feels, you know, those tears are not unnoticed. Those days that you just feel low and that you feel unaccomplished and you feel left out in the cold and you feel disconnected, those days are not unnoticed. Those days are not wasted. People, there are spiritual people ancestors, higher powers, your peers, your family who are still living and around on earth, on this side. Those are not unnoticed. Those are felt. And a lot of times it feels like because there's not an immediate response means that you're not being heard or you're not being seen, you're not being felt. And it can be really hard. Healing is a difficult and ugly process it sounds so pretty healing the sound of healing sounds cool like just the word itself but it requires some truth it requires some difficult conversations it requires some really deep reflection there has to be some vulnerability there might be tears and yells and screams but there also needs to be space for just quiet and peace and I think that is you know what's most important I was watching the idol which we'll talk about on a later day because I just think I think the idea was there but just kind of left a lot for us just slightly disappointed but just not but anyway the whole point of the show was this discussion behind the commentary behind, you know, these people are stars and stars are not really human. And therefore they shouldn't be treated as human. They should just be treated as objects. And 
I think that that's a weird way to go about that, obviously. Um, but there were some parts of that that were not awful. The parts of that that were not awful about you being a star and being able to share what it is that you have, I believe that. I think that is true. I think stars are, people can be stars for sure, for absolute sure. I don't think, you know, stars are not human. I think that's where it gets to be a little bit nutty. But gifts are given and then they have to be nurtured and grown. And that's a different existence than if you don't have those specific talents of any kind. It's just a different existence. And if your purpose is connected to those gifts, because sometimes, and this is true, sometimes people have gifts and those gifts are meant for a smaller purpose. Maybe it's not meant for you to be fully signed. If you're a singer, let's, for example, maybe it's not meant for you to be fully signed or fully, you know what I'm saying, like out on tour. But singing just brings you peace. So you'll sing at your local choir or you'll sing, you know, you'll you'll direct a children's choir. It's like, yeah, it brings you peace. Or even like if you're a fine artist, it could very well be like, you know, I just like to draw for me when I have my days of turbulence. I just want to come home, have a glass of wine, and I just want to see color. I just want watercolors to blend together. It's pleasing. It's peaceful. That's also okay. That's also wonderful. Not every single gift has to be blossomed into something that turns into a full-blown lifestyle. But for the sake of this conversation, if that is something that you're interested in, the first step is absolutely trusting yourself and healing some of those things as we're talking about today. Um, the other thing is don't just think about it. When I tell you I have... Pinterest board, after Instagram board, after pictures saved, I mean, every which way. I want it to look like this. I want it to feel like this for every possible thing that you can imagine. Clothes, hairstyles, makeup, nails, body goals, food I want to cook, places I want to go. And I spend hours and hours and hours and hours collecting inspiration. Almost to the point where it's just like that, that's, that's what I do. I just sit and look at things and I just encompass it and that's it. And then I'll, I'll go to my therapist and I'll say, I'm just afraid that it won't happen. And she said, I mean, yeah, if you don't do anything, it won't. And of course, you know. That is a uppercut, uppercut to the jaw because you're like, damn, yeah, I got to actually do something. Get out there and do it. Get out there and do it. It don't cost you nothing. It might cost you something. 
it depending on what it is you doing if you ain't got all the stuff and whatever it might call you know you don't have your equipment or you know you're gonna go sing here but but do it anyway do it scared do it do it broke do it without the right outfit on do all the stuff that you need to do so it can grow I think for me personally a lot of my issue is is like if it's not right the first time if it's not perfect the first time why are we even doing it and that's wrong careers dreams dreams are thought of and once they're thought of they have to be built and you don't just go to home depot and say i want to build a house and then they hand you a house and all you do is plug it into the wall you have to get the wood before you even get the wood you got to write out a plan and when you write and don't spend a lot of time writing your plan out write that plan out tweak it to your best of your ability You know what I'm saying? And then just get started. Get started. Even if it's small, even if it's not what you thought it was going to be, even if it is still not exactly where you want it to look, where you want it to be and how you want it to feel and how you want it to look, just start it. I would tell my mom and sister all the time, yeah, no, I would totally go audition, but like I don't have this, 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 and this, and I don't have that. And they would be like, Hey, baby, you can still go audition, though. Get started. Get started. Get started. The last three years have been rough. They have been shitty. They've also been eye-opening and awakening. And if there was one thing that we learned throughout all this is you got to do stuff. We will not get to the other side if we're not doing it. You're going to waste all this time and then it's going to be a point where you can't do it. I wish I could have and I should have done and all this and I should have started sooner. Just get started right now today. After you tar- after you listen to this, hang hang up this phone and just make a list and go do it. And then wake up tomorrow and do it again the next day and the next day. And the next day, and if you get overwhelmed, that's okay. Take a break, but come back. You can do it. Part of the part of the beauty of having these things or, or being blessed in these ways is that there are no rules. You can make it look how you want it to make it look. You can make it feel how you want it to feel. You can make it sound how you want it to sound. It can do all the things that you want to do. You just have to do it. And that's that's the long and the short of it. Is it scary? Yes. Is it sometimes hard and tedious for people who have uh, ADHD such as myself? Absolutely. Are you exhausted? You have to be exhausted. There's so much going on. The world's on fire. I don't know how you couldn't be exhausted. Do you need a vacation? Of course. But we're not going to get there if we don't get started. Even me. This podcast has been the joy of my life. But it's also a process that I am with. and And I've lost momentum for. I feel embarrassed about sometimes because I, I'm not consistent. I haven't been consistent. I wish that I was more consistent. I had been hearing so many great things. It started off so great, but you know what? 
it's okay. It's okay, which brings me to my next point. You have to do it. You have to start. But if you start and you get to a certain spot and you're like, I don't really like this. I don't like how it's coming out. I don't like how it doesn't make me feel comfortable. It's not looking and sounding the way I want it to look and sound. It's not feeling the way I want it to feel. The vision's not being carried out. Regroup. Regroup. This podcast has had so many different segments, so many different um, theme songs. I've taken things out. I've added things in. I've taken sabbaticals. I've come back. I've done another thing. You've got to change and rebrand as many times as you fe- as you see fit. And there's a lot of, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you have to be consistent because you do. The consistency is keep putting stuff out. Keep being present. Be present in yourself and then be present. Get, be present with yourself and your audience will come for sure. But as many times as you need to change, as many times as you want to regroup and outreach, you should. The world changes. You have to change with the world. But you can do it. It starts with you. It starts with it starts with God. It starts if you don't believe in God, that's your business. But if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in the universe, if you believe in the power of prayer or the power of talking to ancestors or any kind of meditation or um, affirmations, start there. Start there. Start by saying thank you. And then just ask for the wisdom to carry it out. Ask for the strength, ask for the strategy to just carry out the things that you need to carry out. But it can be, it can change because it's yours. It can look very different. You can totally build it from the ground up. You can see it through and you can take as many breaks as you like. Now be prepared that you may have to start from the beginning, but get back on your horse, change it around. That's okay. Give yourself some grace. It's not easy. And then, and you know, to try and do all of this and then you still got bills to pay or you have kids to feed or, you know, family to take care of or you have a new husband or a new wife or a new partner. Death, grief, there's a lot going on. You know? And it just, I it feels like it's just overwhelming, like you just can't take it. But the truth is, is that You can. One day. Do one day. Do one thing. Edit that one thing. Come back. And the other thing, my last point, before we go to break, is sometimes we get all the way to the finish line. We write out our stuff. We make our plan. After we pray on it and we make our plan and we start the process and we get to the last part of the process, everything is complete and it's time for our work to be released and overthinking steps in and it's like, never mind, I'm not going to do it. 
forget it. And we go on about something else. Fix it how you want to fix it. Make it how you want to make it. Put all the details in it. Really get it down to what it is and what it's not. If you want to leave mistakes in, okay. But polish it all the way up to the way you want it to the best of your ability. And take your time doing that. And then release it. The reason why you have to release it is because you have to make room for the next project, for the next creative space. You have to release it because it's no longer just for you. It's never just yours. People have to feel it. They have to see it, but we can't do any of that. If you're keeping it to yourself, you have to release it. It's hard. It's weird. What are people going to say? You know, as we have seen on the internet, people talk all the live long day to the point where it's like, do y'all have jobs? I'm sure there's stuff that y'all got to actually have to do. You know what I'm saying? People are going to talk all the live long day. They're going to talk all the live long day. And you have to let them. And it cannot infiltrate how you see yourself, how you build yourself up, how you get from one space to another, how you live and move in these spaces. You have to ignore that because they are going to talk regardless. You could put out a Grammy winning, a Grammy award winning album. And people are still going to be talking about it in a negative sense, in a positive sense, in an indifference sense. You didn't do that for that. You put it out because this is what I have to offer. This is my shared gift. And that's it. And if we hang on every single word of every single time of what people have to say about what it is and what it's not, we never going to make it. Your skin, it does have to be tough, but you do have to allow, you know, it's it's a balance. You have to balance. We have to balance ignoring people plus being sensitive and tending to our own needs as we need to. But then we also just have to just release it, release it and go to the next thing. Create the next thing. Maybe not back to back. Maybe you need a little bit more time to get inspired. But trust it. Everybody has a little something on the inside. That voice, your gut feeling. It's super important. So nobody asked me, but trust yourself. I hope you guys go out and make wonderful things and share them with us. By all means, talk to me. I love to talk to you guys. Send me any kind of letter that you have. Um, you can send them to um, ldesandy09 at gmail. And yeah, talk to me about something that you've accomplished or there's something that you're interested in accomplishing and you are still struggling with trusting yourself and just, you know, t- 
tell us how you feel. How do you get through the day? Being an artist and just knowing that you can do it and pushing through. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with the interlude. Money, 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 money
to another new segment called Divine Vibes. Now, Divine Vibes, I'm just to be clear, I am not a licensed or trained spiritual leader nor astrologist, but I do believe in God um, and the universe. And one of the many ways that God talks to us, in my opinion, is the universe. You know, the universe will show you some things, will show you signs, it'll bring you people, it'll... Um, you know, things that you hadn't seen in a long time that ring true. I think all of that is connected. Um, and so the universe to me is one of the many ways that God talks to us. Um, and the things that I say in the segment are my own observations and opinions and feelings, and they should not be taken as fact. Um, especially since nobody asked me. Um, and as a listener during this segment, you can expect positive affirmations, astrology discussions, the occasional Bible verse, um, sub segment, sub segments, which include Won't He Do It, um, which is a segment about how, you know, something very unexpected happened and God showed up and it was cool. Um, and then, of course, That's What Your Ass Gets is another sub-segment because that's what we, where we like to talk about karma and where we like to talk about how things go around and come around um, because that is a part of life. So in today's Divine Vibes... Um, it's kind of what is inspired this particular episode. Um, my husband and I just got married and um, we are literally in the throes of marriage right as we speak. We are experiencing having to move after settling in an apartment. We are experiencing career shifts and changes. And I was feeling really sad and really um frustrated I would say because here we are again with this discussion of I guess I'll just like you know update my resume and put my stuff out or you know just put out some feelers and I have always had trouble finding a nine to five I don't know what that's about I had one when I got out of college and then after that it was mainly teaching and while I love my students um and they mean the world to me, I'm kind of ready to move on into my entertainment life. And so I was talking to my husband and he was like, well, babe, we're artists. That's just what we do. That's who we are. And we just kind of have to trust it and, you know, lean into it and move forward. And I said, okay, yeah, fine. And I like got off the phone and I went on about my day. And later on that evening, we went to um, the sugar bar, shout out to the sugar bar. And one of our friends there, you know, was talking to us and her mutual friend was like, tell her that you sing, let her know that you sing, put yourself out there, do it because otherwise I'm not leaving here until you tell her that you do that. And so I reluctantly, you know, and I get shy with that. Cause it's just like, first of all, I always want people to just kind of see me in the moment as opposed to me asking for like, Hey, can you put me on this? Or I think to, you know, it always feels, I always struggle with things that feel performative and I always wanted to be genuine. I never wanted to just feel, you know, on a surface level because I'm just not that kind of person. Um, and then her response was, was that basically you do have to just get up and get out there. And in order for you to get up and get out there, you have to just do it. You have to be working. You know, people think, 
you come to one show, one open mic, whatever, and that's going to take you into the stratosphere. And it's just like, no, you kind of have to have your hand in a little bit of everything and just be clear that a lot of it is about the work. Um, and so that was very telling. And then the third thing was, was we were right at church and the word was pretty much like, let God handle your business. And here comes my husband staring at me like, mm-hmm. it's like, thank, thank you. But yes, that's the third time I had heard this message in a three day span. Um, and so what happens to me a lot is that when there is a message that I need to hear, I'll, I'll hear it in threes, at least, at least three times. Someone will say something to me and it's very, it's circumventing around the same topic. And so because of that, and then of course I went to my therapist who confirms it and I'll tell her like, yeah, I saw, you know, these are all the things that happened to me and they were related to this. And she'll say, yeah, that's where we're at. So today's divine vibes was the message behind getting up, getting started, being consistent and recognizing that if we don't get started, it just won't get done. And now we're going to move on to our Jet Beauty of the Week. Boom Dynamite! Boom Boom Dynamite! Our team is Boom Dynamite! Boom Boom Dynamite! Our team is Tick 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 Hold up! Wait a minute! Let me put some booty in it! Boom! Alright, so I'm bringing back Jet Beauty of the Week. One of my favorite segments. Um, and for those of us that are new here, Jet Beauty of the Week originally was specifically for black women. And I was just like amping us up how gorgeous we are. Um, but now I feel like Jet Beauties of the Week can be anybody. Um, they range from celebrities to people I know personally to um, Instagram and TikTok influencer pages or people or personalities I think are cool. Shows I think are cool. So pretty much just bigging up people in the black space that are doing great, fun, hilarious things. Today's Jet Beauty of the Week goes to Lavelle Dante, um, and he is at at Vel TV, and his Instagram pages, his reels are so, so funny. Um, he is constantly telling women to, or people, to check your man's phone that is like one of the main messages on there you know (laughs) and the way in which he delivers the jokes are just hilarious I have been laughing at it's been bringing me so much joy um and also while I'm here I want to shout out I don't know his name but the man with the barbecue foldy chair you're a jet beauty of the week too my guy you are out there doing great work and also jet beauty of the week goes to the swimming baby that you know swam across swam the moat to get to the other side to help their fellow brother so that's been wonderful that's been a wonderful time down to the social medias um we've been making jokes about it i think august 5th should be a national holiday it's just been Excellent. So those are our Jet Beauties of the Week. Um, And 
that actually means we are nearing the end of our program. Um, I don't have any special announcements yet. There are some things that I am cooking and coming up with. But what I've learned is sometimes I tell y'all too much and then you expect it and then it don't happen and come to fruition. So I'm going to just say yet. And then when it gets closer and closer and more and more polished the way I want, then I will make the formal announcements. And last but not least, I'm going to leave you guys with some Ken tips. Now, who is Ken? My father's eldest brother is Uncle Kenneth. And Uncle Kenneth used to, I think he still does, but when we would go out to eat, he would leave a physical tip. He would leave, he would pay the people. But on the line tip, he would always write something clever and funny and silly. So I think it's a cute way to end our show, especially one on positive vibes today. And your Ken tip for today is very simple. It's very, 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 very easy. It'll save your life as you're walking down the street, especially if you're in New York City or if you're in any other major city and the traffic lights and such. We want to make sure that you cross at the green and not in between. The in-betweens is where people are driving fast, people aren't looking. If you cross at the green, there is no confusion. That means it's your turn. So. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. That has been another episode of Nobody Asked Me But. I'll see you guys hopefully next week. Be good to yourselves and I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.